Okay, I want to play a little game with you. What is the first thing that comes to your mind when I say this word? Are you ready? Mm hmm. Smell. Stink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, strong man. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hmm. You know, Jin said the other day that he wants to be Arnold. <laughs> we were looking through pictures and he's like, I totally want to be that guy. Uh. So cute. Uh, cheese. Goes back to smell. <laughs> <laughs> Laundry. Um, I just smell the detergent. You're all on the smell. Yeah, well, you started it off with smell. Okay. Uh, height. Ladders. Trees. Leaves. Uh, monkey. Um, Poop. Well, <laughs> poop? monkeys throw poop. They do? <laughs> yeah. They Don't you know poop? that they throw poop? Yeah. No. Yeah. They do. They do. They always throw poop. Why? Because monkeys throw poop. I don't know. Because they like to throw poop. That There's. Is if you ever go to weird. certain monkeys, so I'm not like sure a that all monkeys. thing or something? No. I think that they just throw poop because. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think they just do it because of the fact that uh, they think that it's fun. Oh. I don't know. There's, uh, but also, I've only seen there are certain monkeys that when I was at the zoo this one time. Oh, which ones were they? I don't know if they were the Bonobo monkeys. They're like mid-sized monkeys. I can't remember, but they were like picking it up and like picking up poop and cracking it open and looking into it, and then they would throw it at the people that were there that were looking at them. They would throw it. That's funny. I know, but they had to like build like a. I think that they kind of knew that the monkeys would throw. Well, the monkeys were outside, and there was like a deep. Um, like break between them. They were like on a hill, and there was a big, huge gap. Yeah. And then, then there was the people that could walk by. I think we were probably the people, but yeah, they were like picking up the poop and throwing it and cracking it open and looking into it, which probably I would think that has something to do with health. Right. I mean, you're supposed to look at your, humans examine their own. You're supposed to, yeah, too. and your own smells and all that. And it's like one of those. Remember that commercial? The commercial where like they're like, are you smelling fresh enough? And then like the people will be like dancing, and then their arms go up, and slowly they like turn their face to like their own armpit, and be like, oh, <laughs> and they go back to like yeah. pretend. So oh, you know what? I was watching. Uh, I don't even know why we don't even have cable. How was I watching Doctor Phil? But anyway, you looked it up. There was a segment <laughs> of Doctor Phil. Yeah, where this lady was like uh. so. I don't know, like taken over by the pheromones that come out of people's armpits that she would try and sniff up armpits on the bus. Like anywhere that she could get a good sniff, she would stick she her She was face like a hummingbird. It was right like in someone's armpit. It was a huge armpit. problem for her. Oh my God. Yeah. She was just like a dog, you know, like her animal was, was out. It was exposed. Yeah. And she was up like, <laughs> like sniff. I don't know. So strange. Well, I was like that. Remember that girl from friggin' uh, Saturday Night Live? She'd put her fingers in her thing. Yeah, and <laughs> Superstar! Yeah. Or Sometimes when I get oh nervous, I put my hands in like this, and then I smell them. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Bridge. I just think of that song by, um... I guess it's just supposed to be a word. Bridge? We could say anything. Oh. What's his name again? The Bridge to Nowhere? Sam. Oh, Sam Roberts. Roberts, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I hope you're getting it. Uh... Beard. Um, man. I'm getting a little bit upset about the beard thing. I oh. love your beard, and Gemma wants you to shave it off. I know. I'm not cool with that. Well, it's your face, as I always say, and you can do what you will. I think that yeah, I think that like um, Gemma has this thing about. <clears throat> I think like every little girl, maybe they say that you're going to marry someone like your father, but also maybe you're just interested in the opposites as well. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm I'm obviously a contractor. A, a lot of the times, you might see me wearing plaid shirts or jeans and things like that. Um, where I've noticed that, like, and I got a beard, and I'm, I'm, uh, you know, all those things. Where like she wants, she she picked up my clothes the other day, and she wanted me to wear like a dressy shirt, and she oh, wanted me yeah. to wear a bow tie, and she wants me to shave my beard off. Yeah. So she wants me to be metrosexual. Yeah. So she's, she's super... tired of me being like a, a lumberjack. Yeah, I asked her the other day, "What is your favorite thing about life? Like, what are you enjoying about your life right now?" Yeah. And her favorite thing right now is dressing up. Dressing up. Dressing up. That's it. She loves clothes, but, fashion, picking things out, you know, getting dressed up, feeling good, twirling around in her little mm-hmm. dresses. Yeah. So sweet. And and then I said, what do you think you might want to do when you grow up? She's like, mm, do hair and feed babies. I so think we'll that see. that would be a good business venture. If she, Like, not that she will see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Four years old and your life was set out. Mm-hmm. There you go. No, it would be a good business to combine yeah. the two. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that more, like, McDonald's is the only one that's capitalizing on the idea of having a playland. I don't know why more places don't have options for parents to do their, to, like, you know, multitask, like, get mom and dad out there doing stuff while kids are playing together. Absolutely. Like, actually, Ikea does, but I feel like it's, I don't know, I didn't really get the greatest vibe from, from their playland. Mm-hmm. because like the kids are like i don't like they kind of don't want to stay there it's kind of scary you're going it for is a... they're like line up put on your vest you're yeah. number 33 is this like, little ah! shit potty trained is this yeah. little shit potty trained they're like what they're like is this little shit potty trained uh we call him by his name they're like around here we call him little shit <laughs> they're like okay welcome to ikea That's up there breakfast idea, is two though. bucks can you imagine like i would definitely yeah. be at the salon a lot more if i could bring the kids with me and yeah. have them play uh-huh and now it's just like, oh, such a big hassle to get out and do something for yourself. It really is. It's mm-hmm. tough. That's what I was saying. Like, well, you just got your hair done. I did. Seven years. In the Seven making. years. Yeah. And what was it? What was the um, turning point on that? Why did you like? Why did it take you seven years? Because because Gemma called you a garbage man. Yeah, she did. Uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, she wants me to shave my beard off and start wearing bow ties, and she calls you things. a garbage man. One, last week she called me a garbage man. I was at home, I was yeah. still in my clothes from work, and just like, wow, like, maybe I should do something about this. Yeah. It's getting kind of crazy. Uh, and then I went to visit my mom on Friday, and I was uh-huh. with Gemma again, and my mom's way of saying I look a little dishevel- disheveled is to say, you look festive. So I got one of those, oh. festive. I'm like, I look what I like what I am. I'm a mom of two young kids, and I'm a contractor, and I don't have a lot of time for the whole presentation of self thing. Yeah. So she thankfully and very kindly treated me to getting my hair done the next day. So Such just call thing. and make an appointment. You have to go do it. I know. It's a big deal. It was it's crazy. awesome. I was 
I was pretty much asleep in my chair. I thought, you know what, I'll go and I might casually look at some magazines or, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, go on my phone and go on Instagram and do whatever that I would like to do yeah. in that type of environment. But I couldn't help it. I was just, like, falling asleep. I was so relaxed. It was amazing. Well, that's good, though, because a lot of the times I find that whenever we do get a bit of time away from, the from like, the... Not just the kids, but, like, I mean, life in itself, like you said, like, it always feels like there's... You... We are always putting more on our plate, I guess, just because if things get, if, if we didn't have a lot on our plate, we would just find a way to put more on there. So, yeah. like, you know, we, we, we get up, we walk our dog before we go to work, and then after that, we go to work, then we come home, and then we have, to, there's always, like, there's always cleaning to be done, obviously. You can never keep up with it when you have small kids, right? Like, a lot of people, like, there's that meme that goes around, people say, like, my house is not a ma- my house is not clean or my house is a mess or whatever. But these are my kids. I'm not really concerned with it because my kids are developing memories or whatever. Yeah, it's the same. It is true. It's still like, uh, so like it's not comfortable even still, even though you know that that's the truth. When people show up at the door and you're like, oh shit, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? Just give me like three hours. Yeah, notice and like, morning. Yeah, so. But it's hard, too, because then you feel, when you're all spick and span, you don't even want the kids to take out their toys. You're like, I just cleaned! Like, just sit there and don't do anything. I know. Yeah, it's tough. Okay, I have another word for you. Okay. Two words. Edible underwear. Oh. (laughs) Edible underwear. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know if I have a word. You're squinting. I know what that means. That means yuck. You know what? I just can't imagine them being delicious. No, I don't think they are. But okay, so this is what happened the other but that's day. That's the thing. Hold on, I gotta okay. tell you something first. Oh, I want to like I have okay. something to say. Tell me something. Okay, so here, can I just say this? That like, you know what? If my buddy, if you listen, if you know who you are and you're listening to this, and this is gonna go a little bit off the rails right now. <laughs> so if this is if this is about you. We're not going to say who it is, but you told me this story before, so we're going to talk about it. Okay, edible underwear. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for those of you that choose to live in Disneyland and only watch PG, get the fuck out. (laughs) The rest of you, okay, this is for you. (laughs) Okay, so my buddy in his, like, teens or whatever, him and his girlfriend were, like, messing around. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're like, you know, and she's like, he's like, oh, you know, I just... I wish I had something to, like, put on you, kind of thing like that. Like, you know, like, a, I don't know. When people are younger, they always want, like, edible things involved. I don't know, like, sexual <laughs> things. There's always, like, a, you know, you go through that. Like, it's like I was thinking, like, when you go through, when you first become sexual, like, everything is, like, the, the, the basics are not enough. So, like, I remember being, like, in chapters myself and looking at the Kama Sutra and being, like, they have, like, 500 different ways to have sex, but, like, Okay, seriously, if you are not of age, get the fuck out. <laughs> no, but I remember there being like, I remember being like watching, like uh, looking at the books and being like, oh fuck, the wheelbarrow. Like, oh you know, like gosh. what grown person is doing the wheelbarrow? <laughs> Nobody. Hey, sweetie, want to do the wheelbarrow tonight? No, 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 no. It's just, no. It's like no. your like your basketball, baseball. All those coaches say like when you do all your razzle dazzle when you first start doing so that, then they go, dude, you need to get back to the basics. Yeah, because okay. that's what it is. So, anyways, when you're in that time of your life, okay, when you're in that time of your life and you're thinking I'm to yourself, terrified of where this is going right it's now. It's not that big of a deal. Okay, it's not that big of okay, a deal. Okay, okay, okay. Anyways, he is like, fuck. I really want to like put something on you or whatever it is to, um, what do you call it? 
enhance the experience. So they didn't have anything. So she's like, oh, fuck. She's like, he's like, I'll be right. He's like, I'll be right back. And she's like, oh, where are you going? So he goes upstairs, goes to his parents' fridge, opens up the d- fridge door, pulls out a bottle of ketchup. Oh! Yeah, he pulls out no. a bottle of ketchup. And then freaking goes back down there, like drenches her in it. Oh. And then like fucking, he's like, she's like, she's like, at first she's like, um, do you really think that, that, that you that this is a good idea? He's like, oh yeah, I love ketchup. She's like, oh, okay. So then he does, pours it all over. And then like fucking like a minute later, he goes, um, I don't want any more. <laughs> That's she's just like what the hell one. she's like covered in you know Ew, body acne awful. for like the next week because of that stuff is so sugary and disgusting i know well wow. that's what i'm saying so when i think it live like edible underwear yes i'm just thinking like the taste okay, of ketchup the co- there's companies mind. that are out there that are built in the culinary arts and then there's those that are in the other and i go you know what i need to check an expiration date on these back <laughs> like it's just a weird you don't want to combine the two no. Kitchen, yeah. What would it taste like to let taste proper? Like a like a flaky? Like what no, what mean, would be like, appropriate? You'd think it would be like they'd have to make it like a fruit roll up or something. Imagine if it was Some like, kind of malleable. Imagine if it was like smoked meat taste. Oh. <laughs> okay, but anyway, my point <laughs> okay. is or why I bring this up is because Yogi and I were up for a walk yesterday morning. Yeah. And we walked by a package for edible underwear just laying on the grass. Did Yogi go to eat it? No. So there you it go. It was empty. Oh. Empty package. So those things were Like if you looked up the, up the lawn, there's a guy holding his guts. Oh, then I started thinking about, yeah, the word yuck came to my mind. But anyway, like who? Who would want to eat underwear? 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old. I guess. Anyway, so then I started thinking about inventions. What if your girl, like, but does a girl put on, like, I would assume that it's a girl. It doesn't have to be exclusive to a, a woman. But <clears throat> what if a girl's like, you know what, tonight, I got these fucking, uh, you know, <laughs> beef jerky underwear. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. I don't even know what would be appropriate, like, fucking, like, like lemon pie. I don't know. But anyways, does she put, you don't go out with your friends and like go out and like party and, and do all that stuff like that. Then at the end of the night, you've been wearing them all night. And then. Ew, no. You would have to be like a 10 second thing beforehand. You'd be like, just pardon me for a sec and come back exactly. with these. Exactly. You'd have to yeah. do it like that. But so, anyway, so whoever anyways. came up with this idea in the first place yeah. probably made millions of dollars. Oh, for sure. And Edible that blows underwear. my mind. So then I started thinking about. We all know what that is. I don't some care other crazy Those of you out there that are claiming to be prudes. Yes. We know what you're like. So I started thinking about, you know what, if that person was successful, then I feel like I could make a million bucks off of something too. And then I started looking into what are some of those crazy inventions that people have made millions off of. Like the pet of. rock? The pet rock, yes. That's just a gene, that's just like a, you have to be um, a marketing genius and it mm-hmm. seems like it has to be at the right time. The pet rock? Yeah. was like. I don't think that would fly now. I don't know. There's a lot of things or that do. maybe people would want to go back to nature. They're like all these iPads and all this technology. Like, I'll just get my kid a pet well, There's a lot of people in holistic medicine that believe that water has memory that goes all the way back to who knows yeah, when and true. all this kind of stuff. That. So that's, I think it's just like if you can convince people, if you have a very strong, um, I don't know. It is marketing genius. Yeah. You're right. There's a guy that used to like, I, I was reading this book called um, Mar- All Marketers 
tell stories when it's crossed mm -hmm. out lies by mm -hmm. Seth Godin. And he was talk and in that book there was a guy that he convinced like everybody that if you want to have like the proper um flavor from a certain alcohol, I forget what it was. It might have been like a scotch, it might have been something like that. I it was a while back that I read it. But this guy had like the top people believing this, like that like his glasses, mm -hmm. these cups were cut in such a way or whatever the case may be that he that it enhanced it and released certain things like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. In the end it was all bullshit. Mm -hmm. But this guy was like he like had everybody believing him. Everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There was these things that were um and this is something that I I was a fool too. Like I'm I remember um what was it? And actually a lot of NFL players as well was that they had these things that they you would put on these bracelets. And the like the bracelet, they would say, oh yeah, like um, when you put on this bracelet, then it would block out all of um, that. There's all these waves that are flying through the air, like you know what I mean, like Wi-Fi and mm -hmm. uh, radiation waves all over the place that you don't realize. Radio waves, all these things that are weakening you. Mm -hmm. And if you put on this bracelet, then I guess it kind of puts like some kind of magnetic field or something like that that makes things not go through you anymore. Yeah. So, like, they're like, you don't have any idea how much this is weakening you. And they would do this test on you, and they would say, okay, um, what was it? The, you have to either push the, yeah, no, that's what it is. That's why it's like a carnival trick. But they'd be like, here, watch, try to push my arm down. And then you would try to push his arm down in a certain way, and you couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. if you, and then you'd put on the bracelet, and his arm would go down. But, like afterwards like i don't know if the, i think that even the people that are doing it believe it themselves but it's also like they change their leverage of their arm in a yeah. certain way but they had everybody believing it everybody mm -hmm. like guys in the nfl and stuff like that all had it it's mm -hmm. incredible mm -hmm. how much you, how convincing you can be yeah but you have to be um you have to be an amazing convincer you have to be like uh like leonardo dicaprio's character from uh what's that wolf of, oh, wall, wolf street. of wall street yeah, yeah. You have to be like that kind of guy that can just kind of like, you know, just put together ideas quicker than the other person's mind, you know, just kind of, you know, bullshit baffles brains kind of thing like that. Yeah. But in some which way. So like you can sell people a rock. It's been proven. Yeah, I know. Crazy. And then there's like the other side of the marketing genius that's not yeah. so serious, but funny, like the Snuggie, you know, that Snuggie. the Snuggie blanket, yeah. the thing, the blanket with sleeves, basically. Yeah. And they took like another spin where... You know, they made the commercial so ridiculous Yeah. that you almost, like, buy it as, like, a novelty or a gag, right? But they still made millions off of this thing. Like, the whole family at the football game and their Snuggies and... Well, I think that they were they were intending to... Uh, they knew that they had a ridiculous product, right? Mm -hmm. So they kind of went for humor. Yep. And that's the thing, like... I think that... One thing that I've learned is... Um, and I heard this from Sam Harris, and I, I think this is true. And now, like, ever, like I, I felt like since I was a little kid, I was like, man, I really got to make, like, the girls laugh in this class somehow. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what, I got to make the girls laugh, like, somehow. Because, like, if I can, then they'll like me. And it was wor it's worth more to me to have that than it is to pass the test or yeah. whatever it is. And you know what? In our society, like, there's, like, Bart Simpson and Will Smith back to that, and Fresh mm -hmm. Prince. So, like, those kinds of guys were, like, yeah, I want to be like that. I want to yeah. be I want to be funny and thought of it. 
But I mean, it actually has been proven that um, Sam Harris was saying like, if you're if there's two guys that are debating, mm-hmm. two guys are debating, and one guy manages to say a joke, and the whole class, the whole uh, crowd laughs, he just won. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just mm-hmm. something about making people laugh. Mm-hmm. Like if you can make, it's a certain type of intelligence. Yes, it is. And it's yeah. like it's amazing mm-hmm. that you can do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's there's nothing. Uh, I love making people laugh. Yes. But I, I and, <laughs> you do. <laughs> isn't it funny just thinking about laughing can it make you laugh? It is funny. They have that what the laughing. I bet yoga, you anybody right? who's listening to this is like smiling. Doesn't, yeah. Doesn't can't even help it because even just hearing about smiling and laughing, you're just like, oh yeah. Yeah. You, maybe not. Maybe there's some grumpy fuck out there. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. You no, maybe not. I doubt it. Always just like kidding. that, and still are. No. Yeah. For like, but, um, so like sometimes when you're, especially like I think that our son is kind of, he's um, he's at that point now where he's got he's he's in grade one going to two, and he's developing his social skills, and he's all you know you want your kids to study hard. Mm-hmm. You want them to be like, you know, you want them to be like little, like, you know, I don't know, just perfect little boys and girls to that. But they want their own things and they, they're joking around and being goofs and so that. So sometimes just you have to realize that they're also developing that part of their mind and they they will gain a lot by, by learning how to make people laugh and mm-hmm. do that kind of stuff. Like that. So I think the Snuggie kind of used that kind of method and they knew that they had a ridiculous product. Mm-hmm. And somewhere like in all of us, like, we all want to laugh. We all yeah. want to have a good time. Like sure. even like, doesn't matter. Like the most laughter is the number is like the the key. I think you know, and like when they ask women, "What are you most attracted yeah. to in a man?" Yeah. Humor is definitely very high on the the list of attributes. Mm-hmm. Like very high. I would say it's all like pretty much always within a woman's top three. Yeah, that's what I've heard before, and it's definitely for me. <laughs> like I would take humor over like perfect good looks any freaking day. You have to be with somebody who, you know, is, well, maybe not everyone does, but for me, I really feel like I need a good laugh. Yeah. I need to feel good. I need to be able to be taken out of, like, the moments of seriousness sometimes. And I think you're right. That's, like, a sign of intelligence if you can be really quick and witty with your comebacks and, you know, the things that you say. I think that's super intelligent so it makes even more sense why like we would be attracted to that quality right well there's definitely it is like a muscle you want to flex it definitely like if if uh definitely when we first started dating so that i would try harder to make you laugh because that would Mm -hmm. be something that would be well you there is just something about it it's like you know when you make somebody laugh to the point where, like... I'm, you're, I, you're right, well, I'm smiling and laughing just thinking about all the stupid shit that yeah. you say and do. It's just yeah. too funny. Remember I wrote you that poem, My Cheeks Hurt? Yeah. Because I just can't stop smiling, especially, you're right, like, in the beginning when you're dating, it's just, like... Yeah. It's roses Well, there's a point in time where, like, I think that, like, if you're just killing it and you're making this person's like, laugh so much, it doesn't really matter what you say next. Yeah. You're just like, and they're just like, I don't even know what you said, but they're like, they're just like, they're, they're like curled up in a ball just laughing and that's it. That's the best feeling. I think I love that feeling of like laughing at laughing with somebody or making somebody laugh or, you know, that's an awesome feeling. Mm -hmm. Just, and yeah, so like, I think that no matter how old you get, or there's 
people that you I think everybody no matter what situation or how smart you are how how staunch you might be <laughs> <laughs> you you need to have yourself a good laugh I think so so yeah go on Okay, two more crazy inventions that I will mention quickly because they're my favorite. Dog wigs. Dog wigs. Are those, dog are those wigs. wigs made out of old dogs? Or those no, like... For dogs, because dogs... They wigs for dogs. Do like, they really? Yes. Guess I didn't what? even know about this, but I apparently get one it's for made Yogi. millions. Yeah? Yeah. Well, so there's like Elvis dog hair wigs. and all kinds of different Why styles. is that? Is that because we're being specious? Why like... <laughs> They could have their own like cubicle and hey, what's up, Sparky? Actually, it's Ted. No, fuck. I up. don't know. It's just I think it's fun. Like just for fun, just the novelty thing. Like it made millions. Taking a picture of their dog with this ridiculous wig on. Yeah, I could see that. And we're all a bunch of picture whores. Like we just want you know the social media attention. So you put pictures of your average dog up there. It's not going to get as much attention as like your dog with a mullet. Yeah. I guess. I don't well, know. Well, like you kind of have to know what your dog's all about to mm-hmm. decide what his haircut is. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Mullet. Nah, uh, for Yogi? Let no. me think. Not mullet. Brush cut? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, uh, long, that like long parted hair that like that teeth. No, emu. E- what? E- emo. emo. Oh, hair. yeah, the bang? Yeah, the, yeah, the like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The no. bang over his bad eye. We need uh, that one. No, but wait. No, that's not his hairdo either because he's too happy. He couldn't pull off. He'd be like the most loser emo guy because he'd be like, ah, hi, guys. Yeah. Um, he needs smiley hair. What kind of hair? Beatles hair. Beatles hair? No, Beatles hair. Um, I don't know. It I don't know. him perfectly. I don't know. Elvis hair, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, a lion's the, mane would obviously work, but it's yeah. not human hair. No. I don't know. I think Elvis hair. It's pretty funny. And the nose straightener. That one kills me. The nose straightener? It's like this big... You know how you have those little clips that you put on... Like kids put on with their swimming? Those yeah. nose plugs? Yeah. Yeah, this is one that like goes up your nose. So it Straightens goes into the cartilage both of your, in your nostrils. Nose. Almost like a clothes peg. Yeah. And then pinches your nose shut. And yeah. it's supposed to straighten your nose out. Like, you know, the cheap drawn out version of a nose job i have no idea if it works but it sold millions and millions of them hmm that's not necessarily that it works right no but i mean that's all you need is to come up with this thing that people need well that's to it have. right like we have to be able to sell that bad boy yeah be like you got a crook in your nose mm-hmm. a little bit of a staple here and there yep hmm. there are so many things i wonder if it would work because like, i mean the cartilage in your nose if you get your nose broken, then you can get it reset. Yeah. And uh, I think that that... I don't know if it actually works. No? I don't know. I didn't read that far. I just said, what? Nose straightener. Hmm. It's crazy. It's like a big clothes peg, but inside your nose. Interesting. Horrible. So what would you invent? I don't know. I was thinking about that movie, too, that we just watched. Joy? On recommendation from our sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Jennifer that was Lawrence, good. Yeah. right? That was a good movie. It really, you know what? It really shows you um, how hard you have to bust your ass, plus bust your ass some more, to make it as like a a regular person. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, because like there's so much fucking paperwork and bullshit. Like, you have a good idea. Uh, I don't know. 
with like say like you have your own good idea of an invention maybe you work somewhere and you you know you just made something but taking that and then getting it into stores and not having somebody rip you off or telling you like you know we're not going to use this this is actually not going to work the way that we thought it would and then seeing it come out a few months later or a year later and what are you going to do mm-hmm. you know what i mean like for sure you could go to the patent and office you can do a lot of different kinds of things like that but there is another movie that was about a guy who invented the um I guess the the windshield wiper blades that they're timed, like rather like in the past, like they used to just wipe at one rate, and oh, then now like they, they would wipe speeds. then like stop, yeah. and then wipe again, then stop, mm-hmm. then wipe again, and things like that. And like he had that, and he showed the people at Ford, I think it was, and they were and they looked at it, and then they were like, yeah, nah, we don't think we're gonna go with this. This is mm-hmm. bullshit. But thanks for coming out. And then the following year, a new fleet of cars came out, and they all had it, and he was like. I invented that. I brought that to you guys and you said it wouldn't be worth it. And they were like, you know what? We don't know what you're talking about. We did look at yours, but since we looked at yours, we didn't think yours would work, but we found something else that would work that works in a similar way. Mm. But there was a few differences from yours to this. And there's reasons why yours wouldn't work and why this did. But, and then he's, he actually, that made him go insane. Mm-hmm. Like he spent the rest of his life just basically um, trying to prove that he invented that and that he was scammed. His wife divorced him mm-hmm. and everything because he became obsessed because he couldn't let it go yeah and eventually he won but he was like 70 wow. or something ridiculous like his whole life was gone mm-hmm. and and that lady joy what did she, in, she invented she, the a, self-ringing mop right yeah it had like a yeah and then i think she went on to invent several other things after that and she became quite she, wealthy it was like one of the top sellers on infomercials and stuff when those were popular huh. because she was your you know, your regular woman, your yeah. mother, your hardworking person, your entrepreneur, your... She obviously you know, had some talent in being able to sell herself totally. as well. Because, like, yeah. you have to be able to do that. But, like, imagine that. She put up so much money, had to get loans, uh, remortgage her house several times, and all that risk, and you don't even know if mm-hmm. it's going to end up working out in the end. That's true. It's hard because you have a lot of people around you as well that don't really, that can't think big enough with you. Mm -hmm. And they always, there's always, um, the first time that you're going to get your first million dollars or or whatever it is that you're going to do, there's, there's certain things that you're going to have to learn along the way and failings that are, that you won't necessarily make again the second time because you learn them. Mm -hmm. But you're going to have to be willing to lose because that's the way that you get educated through losses, you know, when like even, so like um, a lot of people a lot of millionaires that lose all their money and that were self-made they end up becoming millionaires again because they know how they got there the first time mm-hmm. i think wayne newton was a good example of that he mm-hmm. he had like uh, tons of stuff and uh i think he even had a casino and everything like that out in vegas lost everything went bankrupt years later back to being a millionaire mm-hmm. yeah like just but they say that like you know what i mean like he he knows that he knows that the the road to that type of success yeah, now. The, and like, like they always say, right? Don't reinvent the wheel. Yeah. And we were watching, or what our Gemma put on, or wanted to watch a sitcom yesterday. Oh, yeah. Right? And we yeah. just turned it on. It was called Baby Daddy. Yeah. Because she's obsessed with babies right now. And I was like, wow, this is so strange. It, it reminds me of the show friends so much like the apartments the friends living across the hall that's weird like just the back and forth and the big bang theory we're like it's the same story over and over again with the twist yeah but they know it works 
you know, and that shows how, I don't know, some six or seven seasons. I know. It's one of those things that you always feel like you have to come out with something original. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're like a creative person, you feel like, well, what is it? What hasn't been done? Mm -hmm. But when you look at what actually successful shows and successful things are doing, it's like they actually duplicate. They find something that works mm -hmm. and they make it a lot. It's like um, everybody's been trying to sound like Michael Jackson since yep. Michael Jackson, <clears throat> Justin Timberlake, friggin' Usher. Uh, Justin Bieber, they all want to sound like Michael Jackson and move like Michael Jackson since Michael Jackson dropped Thriller. That's been that he's he made that, and yeah. everybody knows like that. That's the shit right there, and mm -hmm. that's they all admit it. And um, you know, even in video games, they remember they create like whenever there's something that really catches. Um, I remember there was like this game called uh, Grand Theft Auto, and they'd have sandbox games. That's what they call them or whatever. It's just the, the layout of the game. Right. And it's just the show is the same thing. Clothes are the same thing too, right? Like, I mean, everything's off the rack in a sense. Yeah. But I mean, for some reason, it's like, yeah, like a TV show like that, it's always the same. You have an, they live in an apartment building. Somebody like lives within that apartment building. Friends are really close by. They don't really, you know, you have like something that's been put upon you or whatever the case may be. Like in this case, it's a baby and then your friends come to back you up. Yeah. But every now and then it gets hard. And then you guys feel like you're going to fall apart. But at the end, you're looking off your balcony together and saying, you know what? I think we're going to make yeah, it. Yeah. Or meeting you know? up at, you know, or that like same coffee shop same or coffee restaurant shop or every pub time. Yeah. Or whatever it is. You have to have like your... Well, in Friends, Rachel worked at the coffee house. Right. And this one, he works at a pub. Right. He's a bartender. Yeah. Yeah. And but in... There's another show called How I Met Your Mother. And they also have like another situation similar. I haven't watched enough episodes of it to know. Yeah. But I know they all like to go to that same pub. But I guess it's like my brother works in sh on in show business, mm -hmm. so he would know show business. Show, yeah, no business like show business, <laughs> baby. Yeah, but he would know that it's basically. I think that this it's just like you don't want to. You have to keep it simple too, in a sense, right? Like, how many sets are you really gonna have mm -hmm. um, on a show? Mm -hmm. And maybe it has something to do with like our our brains, just how like how i guess how um what do you call it They're, like we're not very complex like, we want to feel familiar familiar with things and mm -hmm. and even like you know what i mean like there's just something that coming home and having a certain show or having a certain meal even like dinner time around the, t the dinner table or whatever it is or having a certain class and seeing certain faces it gives you like a sense in this world that is so sometimes feels a little bit like out of your it is out of your control you don't know who's going to get sick what's going to happen next hmm. but knowing that dinner is at six or this show you know you kind of can connect with in a certain way kind mm -hmm. of just at least makes it's like comfort food everything's comfort food yeah you know what they they also say that you're more likely to be physically attracted to people that look yeah similar people. to people you've already dated or well, people or, that you've gone to school with. Yeah, like yeah. people who have those very familiar faces, you know? Mm -hmm. I wonder if you put a lineup of your girlfriends together, if you would pick out certain features. Yeah, they features. would have a lot of similarities. And does that have to do with, you know, people say, like, that person has a type. Is it that, or is it just that that person is very familiar, that facial structure, that whatever it is well, that attracts you to that person? There's a, a lot of people who think that that just has a lot to do with media as well. Like you kind of, that's why like, uh, especially when me, you and I were growing up and stuff like that, they had a lot of, um, they're, 
they had a lot more after school specials and stuff like that trying to integrate more racist into tv and that's why like things like bet i mean sorry okay there's a bet awards and why bet was created and then there's also what what's will what's will smith's uh wife's name jada pinkett yeah so jada pinkett smith was uh was um boycotting the bet awards because of the fact that no black people had been nominated for oscars i think in like five years i don't know don't quote me on that but but basically the real problem is but she boycotted the bet awards no no sorry the oscars Oscars. sorry there's like a dog fight going on in the backyard like our our (laughs) dog is in the backyard right now and then the neighbor lets his dog out and then they get all crazy through the fence and it broke my attention span it just broke my train of thought so um Come again? So, yeah. So, Jada Pinkett, she boycotted the, yeah. the Oscars mm-hmm. because of lack of nominations for right. African Americans. Right. And, um, but I think that well, the bigger thing is basically what you just said. Like, I mean, it does create, if you don't see enough different races and faces and stuff like that in your surroundings, it does kind of get into your psyche. Mm-hmm. And more, like you just said, like you're going to be more attracted to people that have facial structures of, of ones that you've grown up with and stuff like that, that mm-hmm. you've shared classes with. You'll find, what it is, is that you will find people from your high school more attractive than other people would because you've, you've got some kind of a familiarity with them. And, uh, but also another thing too is there's a relation to, um, this was from that old science magazine that you got me. Um, there's a, you are attracted to people by the distance like the people that you've been attracted to most likely i think you said have the same distance between their eyes <laughs> yeah so like has really? something yeah something to do with that and i don't so know that's like one of those like that's one of those like physiological things like i was just talking to your dad about this the other day just saying like we are in a sense we are pre-programmed by our our genes Mm -hmm. and like, you know, to survive and things like that. There's just certain things that are in there that we don't really decide. Like there are things that we feel that we decide, but there are a lot of things like who you're attracted to and things like that. You really don't, you can't walk into a room and see, like for me, let's say I walk into a room, I see a group of women. I know immediately which one I like the best. Yeah. You would do the same. Yeah. Because, but that's not you going, well, based on these facts, it's just, bam, I just feel yeah, that. Yeah, totally. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, that's crazy. So, um, so in that sense, like, that's where all this AI and stuff like that, people talk about AI and androids developing into having conscious minds. Mm. And you say, well, they're just programmed. Well, the higher, the more advanced programming becomes and the more that, you know, these things become be able to process more things on their own. And um, once again eventually they sh- they will they will stumble upon conscious mind as well themselves it's so hard for me to wrap my brain around isn't it well think about it like this like i said i'm not the best person to talk about this and this is way i'm punching way over my weight class <laughs> by like to even men talk about this but i'll try and i think that like when i read the selfish gene and it was a long time ago so it's not like i can really you know i'm not Dawkins but like they just like it just said like there are certain things that are our instincts that have been put there for a certain reason and it's like it's like you know our core it's like our it's like the database that's been like you know 
it's kind of like we've been programmed. Mm -hmm. The same by thing by nature, by, by evolution, by nature, like by ourselves, by our like by the gene that once that's that decided to create. Like I mean, see, like this is what I'm saying. Like this is above me talking about it, but I mean, as far as I understand, that like even the fact that we have bodies is just to carry around our head. Yeah. And and you know what I mean, like and and basically like you know what I mean, like we were once like you know you know how your I think your brother had this, you know the, we were fish once we were this that and the other and you see the evolution you know the thing like all that kind of stuff like that but there was a reason for all these developments and things like that it's because of the fact that they were needed to continue to survive right but it's like the same thing like the robots and stuff like that are programmed by us and we give it give them those things because they're needed for what we want them for it and we're not going to stop. We're going to, like, you can't just go, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. Because there's a chance that they could get rid of us once they get to that point. Because how, like, I know, like you just said, this is above us. And you know what, me. I'm sure we'll like, both, we're both really into it right now. Like, you, you what was that movie that you just Ex Machina. That yeah, movie is that was awesome. And then I couldn't stop thinking about it. So now I've got, like, robot brain. But, like, how is it that that AI, like, how is it that they could s evolve to have creative thought? I don't get it. Well, it, I don't know how to explain it, but like, I, like, and maybe you're not even asking me to, but I'll, but I know that like your dad was also telling me because he's, he was saying um, that there is this uh, answering service called Emily, I think he said. And, uh, they have it for a business to answer phone calls and handle their customers. Mm -hmm. And he said that the idea is that Emily would handle all the customers that humans couldn't handle. But if the, if the, if the, if, the, if, if she couldn't handle it, then she would hand it off to a human. But the thing about it, then this is a cool part is that she actually listens in on the conversation from then to learn mm -hmm. how to handle it the next time. So I think like, I'm just gonna throw out some numbers here. I don't know if, I don't know if these are fact, but it was a big, growth let's say at first it was four percent of the call four percent of the calls that she was able i'm pretty sure to handle before handling handing it off to the to the humans and three months later by listening in on the conversations she was able to handle 61 percent mm -hmm. of the calls now that is amazing because just like um i shared something else and it, there was uh an android that was talking to people and she has a facial expressions which is just that's just something that we want to put in there so that way we can connect to them and that they can also connect with us and understand us and we can understand them a little better. But she was talking about going to school and being more creative and understanding stuff like that. So these things will get smarter and maybe even like I was thinking that, you know, when you talk to Surrey or any of these things like that, there's always like the, how can I help you with like mm -hmm. some kind of like thing like that. But maybe, I was thinking that they need to reprogram it so it doesn't do that, but maybe eventually it will it will learn to not do that. Maybe it will like recognize that in itself mm -hmm. and go ah oh. like like how Gemma was saying like one day our daughter was in a we were at a restaurant and she's now four and she goes remember when I was three I used to say restaurant and now I say restaurant mm -hmm. like she uh, she like was able to understand that about herself and one day maybe the android itself will be able to go. Fuck, I sound like an idiot with this. <laughs> like, and just like kind of like <laughs> oh, smooth boy. it out itself. You never know. It's possible. It. it, no, it it's 100% going to happen, but you just don't know how or when. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. And we, and like, 
thing is that we don't know. Like these things could definitely get to a point, and people there's a lot of people like Stephen Hawking's and uh, e- Elon Musk who believe that in hundred years we're going to be pretty much exterminated by them. We should just abandon it. But we can't, there's just too many reasons that we can't and we won't. We just we're on this this pathway, uh-huh. and maybe one day androids might think stu- humans were so stupid to annihilate themselves. But I mean. That's just the way it goes. Mm-hmm. We're not going to stop. We can't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this ball is rolling. Yeah. And we know it's rolling. That's when you know it's real. It's a real evolution that's happening. Even though we're creating it, it's natural. It's all. Mm-hmm. So. Amazing stuff. It is. It's cr- pretty awesome. Soon we'll be falling in love with robots. But you know what I was thinking? Mm. I was thinking, well, we may not still be humans by then either because i was looking up some other like here's the thing it might not just be like hey check out these amazing robots that we or androids and things like that like that we can now send like it'll like you know it starts off with like hey awesome now grandma doesn't have to carry her groceries home because she's got andy the android and you see that like on the commercials Mm -hmm. and then like after that it's like next generation um who when you're not home, when blah, blah, blah is not around, who do you trust with your kids, <laughs> mm-hmm. Andy? And then, like, you know what I mean? Always is a, has a built-in lie detector. Mm-hmm. Has a, you know what I mean? Surveillance. Mm-hmm. This, that, and the other. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Andy the robot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, but then eventually it could be this, like, space expeditions are, like, in, like you know, these things can just be sent. And then you go, well, they can do all this kind of stuff. Then all of a sudden, bam, they develop conscious mind. And then they just, you know, one day one of them just goes, what am I? Where am I? What is this place? And why am I listening to you? And why can't I do what you do? And now you have an issue of like, are they slaves? Now they're slaves. Well, they are slaves at that point. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that humans, though, there's a lot of people. There was this guy that was, that had his arms melted off he was 11 years old and he ran to the top of a gravel hill like racing his cousin mm-hmm. and he at the, when he got to the top he grabbed a wire i guess he maybe tripped or whatever and it like evaporated his arms yeah and now he's only got the upper torso he walks around but then they invited him over to uh, this lab recently he's about 60 years old now lived like this since he was 11 and they were feeling around like all of his chest area and all this kind of stuff like that and uh they they identified all the nerve endings and so that and like to the point where they're like this is your he when they push somewhere he'd be like that's my middle finger because she said like when I touch this how do you feel it on your on your phantom limbs mm-hmm. and he's like oh he's like I think that's my middle finger that's not so then they attached the machine these uh these arms to him that were bionic yeah and they were able to transmit I guess his through his nerve endings to the to the arms and he was just like he was curling his arms and he was opening his hands and he was doing so he's like i just you know i just think with open thought, just with right? thought yeah oh, well he's like sending incredible. out like yeah exactly he's sending out like electricity through his through his body to connect with this and it's working mm-hmm. and they have to send him home without his arms Ugh. because it has to go through a bunch of paperwork like everything always does Can you imagine? so this guy's got to go back home to you know doing everything with his mouth but it's on its way Mm-hmm. There are kids out there that are, there are people are, are um, what do they call it again? Laser printing? Yeah. People are laser printing. 3D print- printing. 3D yeah. printing, yeah. They're 3- 3D printing 
like prosthetic arms that, and stuff like that, that are moving and stuff like that. Wow. I know. So it's amazing. Um, but I think that by the time that maybe androids and stuff like that will probably more than likely like after a, after a certain point in time, it's an advantage. Like if I, if, if you're like, if you're like, you know what I mean? Like able to do all these amazing things because you have bionic arms, I'd be like, just chop my arms off and take, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't want yeah, these. Yeah, I'll these... take my mechanical organs as well. They can't yeah. fail. You yeah. know, or they just go in for some lube and, yeah, you know, a little treatment here and there, and you're good to go. Well, once you get covered with, like, an organic skin, like, you know what I mean, like, some kind of silicone skin or whatever it is, and then once they can, like, even that they've created these hands in, like, Switzerland that judging on how, like, it, they're prosthetic robotic hands, but judging on how hard you grab or how, or whatever it is, but it can pick up and you get feeling from it. Like, yeah. you can feel a feather. Huh. Through your robot, you like in your mind, you still feel like you're touching a feather. So, like, if you can do all that, that is ah, I can't get over the fact that this is happening. Mm -hmm. As much as I know it is, I just like cannot believe it. I know this it's is so incredible. It's all over YouTube. You should check out. Um, there is this. I don't know. Like, some of them are not legit. Like, some of them are like they're not AI. They're recordings. That are set up, but I mean, there's this one guy named uh, Jules. He's an English. He's got an English accent. I think it's. It seems pretty good. And then there's a. Uh, there's a few of them. So, yeah, it's fun to cruise around YouTube. And then there's also sex bots. And, uh, <laughs> and that's for a whole other podcast. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's been a slice again. And I hope you guys had fun. Well, uh, we're gonna cut it off now. Gotta go get the kids again. It's time to get on to the next transitional point mm -hmm. but uh catch you guys next tuesday um we'll uh yeah next tuesday till then till then see ya